that decision is very much a yep yeah, no we know we know there's lots of friction everywhere we know it's really irritating to do all this stuff that's that's on purpose just <laughs> slow down it's fine welcome to talking simulator a series of short conversations about video games with interesting people who play them i'm jordan erica weber as i record and release this it is april 2020 and the world is experiencing a pandemic I don't know if I've personally had COVID-19 because we don't yet have access to the necessary tests, but I have been unwell, though fortunately with little more than fatigue and a few weeks of coughing. If I sound at all hoarse in this episode, that's probably why. I am privileged to be in a situation where I've been able to self-isolate and, although much of my work has been cancelled, to find other things to do. One of those things is gentle preparation for series two of this podcast, while giving the people I want to interview the time and space they need to settle into this strange new normal. In the meantime, a video game has been released that has had record sales, has dominated my life and the lives of basically everyone I know, and has kept me more in touch with some of my friends than I probably would have been even if we were still allowed to hang out in physical space. Animal Crossing New Horizons, as many have said before me, has arrived at an undeniably opportune moment for millions of isolated and anxious people worldwide. But even beyond that, there is so much to discuss about this game that I've recorded five conversations with five of my friends and I'm releasing them daily over the course of a week. Each begins with a little island tour and then moves into a deeper discussion. In this episode, as I miss my friends and family, I discuss online multiplayer with my guest, V Buckingham. I'm V Buckingham. I am an artist, curator, game designer. I work for Niantic as a game designer and have previously helped curate Now Play This Festival, which is currently on this weekend as I'm recording this, and have made various weird projects such as Cheatbots Done Quick, which is the premier Twitter bot hosting platform if you want to make artistic bots that tweet on Twitter. Sorry, I'm just looking for the bug person on my island uh, to offload all the bugs that I'm carrying before I come to your island. I see. I don't want to fly with a pocket full of insects. Yes, yes, no, I understand. Sorry to drag you away from shopping. Well, you know, I want to look good for the radio. (laughs) I'll have to bring you this. I just shot a present from the sky and it was a what's it described as a visual punk dress <laughs> which uh is not really my jam but maybe will be yours there are a lot of buckles okay that sounds good <laughs> yeah i was hoping for safety pins but okay i'm sorry where did you get the name for your island so i hadn't decided on a name even into like the creation process Mm -hmm. and then i saw i had peaches so i like googled peaches to see if i could come up with a peach appropriate name Ah. and persica is the scientific name for peaches (laughs) that's pretty cool (sighs) what are you laughing at i'm laughing at your uh title being detailed oriented overachiever well is it not accurate yeah no i mean it's just a bit on the nose you know (laughs) I feel like I've made a mistake in arranging my island because what I've done is I've sorted all the fruit trees into orchards and then all of the non-fruit bearing trees, the hardwood trees, I've put all in the same place, which means that 
only that part of my island now has cherry blossoms on it. Ah. Which is a shame because everyone else's islands are just pink all over. Oh, you're wearing the dress I got you. Oh, I'm sorry, the caterpillar costume? Yeah, well, I figured the appropriate thing when you're not transformed <laughs> is to be a caterpillar, right? <laughs> that does make sense. Very good. Okay, so I got you a gift already, which is uh, here. But also uh, you can have this visual punk dress that dropped from the sky. Oh, and you wrapped the present. Oh. I love the wrapping paper. It's so pointless. But <laughs> yes. every time I go to someone's town, if they have a different kind of wrapping paper, I buy it. Oh, uh, that's good. Yeah, I'm glad I've just, just got a house upgrade, which means I now have space to start buying things that seem amusing. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that was in my shop today. Goes with your hair. Yeah, it does. Can I see your house? Yes. Which way? I like that you've... Um, lined up your villager houses as well yeah yeah i mean it's it's kind of interesting like going around and visiting people's and then seeing like how they've done things you know like, oh yeah that's a good idea mm -hmm. but i feel really pleased with still having my my house just like on the beach not actually on the beach but just the beachfront <gasps> this rug looks really good mm. yeah thank you really ties the room together as they say and still the washing machine pride of place <laughs> yeah uh, microwave and spices. That's all you need for a <laughs> yeah. balanced diet. <laughs> oh, I like that you've got like a little electronics kit. That's very you. Yeah, I did have a nail kit there, but then I got given a got given a soldering kit by Morgan, and I was like, oh yes, let's let's swap around. <laughs> oh yeah, I have only just got this this back room. <laughs> just piles of money. <laughs> yeah, well, I just cashed out on turnips. But uh, resident services is closed, so I can't put it in the bank. It's too much to carry around. <laughs> so you've just got a bank vault in your house. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, so the, the, the back room in my house is just like an empty room with a pile <laughs> of money in it. Oh, there's a bench over here. Sit on this bench. Yeah, so one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you about this game is because I wanted to talk about the online community aspect. And I mean, A, we're both in this Discord that is growing by the day of people mm -hmm. who are playing Animal Crossing who are all loosely related to video games, I think. And also, you know, obviously this game being communal is like really important at the moment where nobody can leave their houses. But also I feel like you in particular, I have spoken to you more in the past two weeks than I did maybe in the six months before that, maybe even the year before that. Do you think? Do you think that's accurate? Uh, I don't think that's quite accurate. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, I do, I do, I do get your point, though. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's it's like my social life is is now happens in Animal Crossing, and mm. it's done for the last like two weeks. Except your um, birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd organised my birthday party before Animal Crossing had taken over. So we had that in Minecraft instead. Oh, I thought it might have been because not as many people have access to a Nintendo Switch as have access to a PC. Yeah, yeah. That's also a thing. And like it being a thing that more than eight people can do at once mm. and can kind of hang out for the course of an evening um, kind of factored into that as well. It would have been a very exclusive birthday party. Yeah, I mean, you would, you would have had just, like, people coming in and, like, dropping in and then leaving after a while um, in Animal Crossing, which, you know, 
And watching the the flight loading screen. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I mean, that is obviously the omnipresent part of uh, multiplayer in this. It's just watching people fly in, watching people fly out. Yeah, how have you found that? Because obviously you're a developer yourself. So I feel like a lot of players have been complaining about the the fact that every time somebody leaves your island or arrives at your island, everything has to stop. No conversations can happen. No interactions can happen. And everyone has to like watch a loading screen. But maybe as a developer, you feel differently? I mean, I think it's annoying and I think it is disruptive to the otherwise lovely kind of multiplayer experience. Like it's definitely a kind of point of friction in there so I'm not I feel like looking at it I can kind of understand the problems they need to solve which have led them to this place which I think is still different from uh, still different from liking the outcome you know yeah fair enough I mean I do understand why it's kind of difficult for them to make online multiplayer like really quick and easy like if you think about most games that have online multiplayer and make that like super swift and easy they're all games which are happen on their servers like they are just purely online games and you can't really play them offline and like obviously if you're doing that then you connect to the server and then the game logic happens there and you can make that nice and swift and easy on the other hand animal crossing is a game that you can play without an internet connection so you can play it entirely offline you don't talk to their servers at all and so it has to keep all that state locally and it also tries to stop you from doing like item duplication glitches or generally fucking around with the save data and kind of keeping the economy kind of safe. So when you connect, it needs to like synchronize everything up across different player data so that you can't one person disconnect and they keep all of this stuff and the person you gave it to them also keeps it. So every time it loads, it has to save all of the game and transfer that stuff around and check that everyone has that version before it's allowed to proceed. So I can imagine that that's like where a lot of that kind of loading comes from. I suspect that a lot of it also comes from Nintendo not really getting online and not really that being their kind of core vibe and definitely things being surprisingly quick and easy and doing stuff without lots of loading screens and kind of cute UI is also not particularly the Nintendo style. So I think it's like a combination of those things that leads to it being quite so slow and drudgery to get online, even though the UI is very cute, like the first, I don't know, 25 times. How does it compare to the older Animal Crossing games? So I only played New Leaf and I can't remember exactly. I mean, the, obviously the 3DS's internet capabilities were way more limited. I think a lot of the kind of how it works is really similar. Mm. But at the same time, it's obviously like high res and has more things in and has more detail and has some new twists on it. But it still is like kind of fundamentally the same. But the, the reason actually, because I, I was really excited to play that and like I had people who were really into it. So I started, I played new leaf and I, I the thing i really struggled with with new leaf is that the loading screens on that actually were the thing that drove me away just every time you booted it up because the 3ds didn't have that great battery you'd have to boot it up and you'd have to start the game from scratch and then it would like load and it would take you like five minutes to basically get from i'm going to play this game to into the game mm. which isn't too terrible if you're going to go sit down and you're going to play the game for you know a couple of hours or whatever but if you were trying to squeeze it into like a half hour lunch break 
then five minutes of it was spent getting into there and then you'd run around and do some bits and you'd be like, ah, I've, I've just got started. I've not done the things I need to do today in the, in the game and I'm out of time. Mm. So it was that kind of sense of friction that really, really got to me. But now I think that's a bit faster and it's a bit quicker to kind of open up the game and get into it and run around and, and do some stuff. I also feel like since the game came out that it's been the only thing that has been loaded on my Switch and because you can just put the Switch into sleep mode, right? I mean, I have had one break to play a little bit of Ring Fit Adventure when I started to feel better uh, after being ill, but for the most part, just press the on switch and my Switch immediately loads Animal Crossing to the extent that I've even just left it on during the day, like the game loaded me in the island just like sitting in front of my house waiting for balloons to fly by while I've been at my desk yeah no I mean no slightly different because I have been playing with it every morning so you know okay all right <laughs> <laughs> you know getting exercise is important when you can't really leave the house yeah yeah but yeah no uh, it is also basically there and like now starting to get into the turnip market and now suddenly like going oh i should pop on in the morning just to see what the prices are uh, you sold your turnips today to somebody in the discord yeah 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 so holly in the discord posted up who hadn't even actually speculated on turnips this week but said oh i've got you know 526 maybe something like that price for the turnips. So yeah, and, and then she left her game running and posted up a dodo code so you could just go in and sell your turnips. Is that one of the reasons behind the Discord, the hope that people would exchange turnip prices? Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it is now. I mean, like obviously it's kind of right at the beginning. It's like, oh, let's all go and exchange fruit and let's trade different items. Um, like, was it yesterday or today uh, that someone got an astronaut suit and someone got an astronaut helmet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you visited both places, I, I think actually originally it started as a kind of, some people are really into Animal Crossing and other people in the Sun of Friendship group are kind of like, oh, Animal Crossing's really interesting. I should try getting into that and a kind of way for those two groups to kind of intermingle. But obviously, as, as these things do, like I think the Discord itself, whilst you know being pretty Animal Animal Crossing focused, I'm also like, oh yes, this is a good collection of friends who I want to hang out with and want to spend time with, and Animal Crossing is the pretext. But if that Discord started to contain kind of real life, here's what's going on in my life kind of stuff, I would not feel at all sad about that. I would be pretty pretty glad about that. I'll keep that in mind. How have you found the kind of online community around the game more broadly so outside of the kind of private discords the public conversations so like the twitter i've seen people complaining that their feeds are just full of animal crossing yeah yeah well i don't know it's nice to see that and nice to see people posting about that and i mean there's partly a i don't know kind of instagram lifestyle kind of vibe to it mm. where some people time traveled presumably and have all of this really fancy stuff and posting pictures of their perfectly manicured life and custom designs and islands and all of this kind of stuff and you're kind of like go away <laughs> sure good good for you but then there's also people posting i don't know like nice funny memes i've enjoyed the memes i've enjoyed the um, art exhibitions i haven't attended any of them but just watching people role-playing the artist is present and things like that has been pretty cool yeah yeah like the 99 metronomes and yeah that like illustrator who had a had an island show that was great 
So when you've visited people's islands, then have any of these trips stood out to you as particularly noteworthy? Or is it more like you just dash around to everyone else's islands to check their turnip prices and buy clothes and then you go home? It's obviously nice to check in on like what stuff they've got at shops and stuff like that. And, you know, it was super lovely to go to the Southern Hemisphere and catch a load of fish that are not going to be in season for another six months. (laughs) But honestly, the main thing with it is just it provides like a nice place to kind of hang out with people and catch up with people and it like there's a kind of like natural duration to an island visit of probably like 20 30 minutes where it's just like yeah no hang out and like they show you around and show you all the stuff that kind of is to see on that island and ideally both of you have got the voice chat thing installed so you can actually just kind of catch up and it's just yeah like a nice place to actually just kind of catch up with friends and have something to talk about there and I mean actually so one thing that's kind of a delicate question I feel like in that is like do you talk about real life or how much do you talk about real life there like how much do you allow it to be a we can hang out and we can relax as part of this game and how much do you want to go like I mean just because because life is pretty heavy right now like normally saying oh how you doing is like a pretty innocuous question but Mm. Nowadays, just asking, oh, how are you doing is kind of <laughs> it's kind of a, a heavier question than it was. But like, there's a bunch of people who I've not I've not had a chance to catch up with for a while and like have went and hung out on their islands and seen people. And it's kind of nice. Like also, like, it's just like, oh, yeah, we're hanging out. And then, oh, another one of your friends pops by and they're doing something else. And yeah, that, that, that can be really good. You haven't experienced any kind of drama where you've been on someone's island and then a someone that they know that you hate has just turned up out of the blue or <laughs> No, but I have I have had the thing of like going to someone's island and then like reading their notice board and you're like, Oh yeah, those people do know each other. Yeah, I guess they do hang out, huh? Yeah. Um and kind of like little circular stuff. Yeah, I mean, especially with the notice board where you just have this like, oh, yeah, that person, hmm, yes. Especially with the UK games industry, right? For me, it's like more the kind of, I don't know, international indie scene and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, sure. Of course, there's a kind of international element Mm. to it. How have you found it visiting? So you said you went to the Southern Hemisphere to catch fish and things. Have you had any dissonance with going somewhere where it's dawn when it's nighttime for you? Yeah, well, like I've went to America a bunch of times, which is, you know, kind of nice. You get the daytime and the evening. I visited Kaho, who's in Osaka. So, you know, a pretty big time difference there. Yeah, like a couple of Australians hung out with them. But it's like, oh, it's a shame because the time difference now, the, the clocks have changed, I think, in both sides, which means it's like less convenient to hang out with them. Yeah, no, it's nice. How about the fact that We've got friends in the Discord, for example, who experience things like seasonal events, you know, eight hours before we do. Yeah, well, I mean, I I also was like at work and even Americans who were like playing in the morning today were talking about how much they hate Zipper um, (laughs) and how much they hate the the Bunny Day celebrations. And now I have now engaged with that and I can report that it's awful and I can't wait for it to end. (laughs) Yeah, I think it lasts until... April 12th, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a two weeks of this shit. So I guess that's something you don't like about the game. What are things you do like about it, especially as a developer? What are things that have kind of impressed you about Animal Crossing New Horizons? I mean, there's so much like beautiful attention to detail. Like, you know, you're talking about my washing machine taking pride of place, but just like like that having like a two minute cycle, like the the kind of 
It's the, like the dollhouse miniatures and like cooing over like, oh, look, the sewing box opens and you can see like some thread in there and <laughs> like a pincushion. Wow, that stuff is still really charming. And even the stuff where it is, it does have this kind of sense of friction. It, it clearly is like intentional for it to have a lot of this kind of friction and kind of difficult bits or like, I don't know, I kind of admire the design decision of you can sell your stuff. So you go into Nook's Cranny and you can go sell stuff and you can get the full price there and you can get the money immediately. Or you can drop it off into the box at the front, which is obviously much quicker, much more convenient, has a much nicer UI, but you only get 80% and you only get the money the next day. And it's like, there's a load of places where there's like a lot of friction, but that decision is very much a, yep, no, we know. We know there's lots of friction everywhere. We know it's really irritating to do all this stuff. That's that's on purpose. Just <laughs> slow down. It's fine. Dividing up our friends by the people who use the box at the front because they can't be bothered to go in the shop and the people who never use it. So I play until the shop has closed and then I fish or catch bugs until my inventory is full and then I go to bed and I wait until the next day when the shop is open again so that I don't lose anything. <laughs> <laughs> So I drop stuff off in the box if it's not too too valuable. Mm. Like if it's a, if it's like a couple of bugs or fish, or maybe even sometimes like some some fruit or some stuff like that. But I put it in there because it then goes into my savings account, and I treat that as kind of my ambient. I'm going to leave money in here until I either need it for something, or like that's what I'm going to like pay off my next loan with as a kind of ambient savings thing. I did want to see because I have all this money that I can't put in the bank because it's getting renovated <laughs> whether I could drop that off into the pickup box and then it would go into my savings account the next day which would not be worth it but like the idea did just amuse me but no <laughs> apparently you can't sell the money that's well, not allowed <laughs> If you want to find out whether V becomes a billionaire, you can follow them on Twitter at V21. I'm at Jerrica Weber, and the podcast is at Talking Simpod, though you should also subscribe to Talking Simulator in your favourite podcast app, especially if you want to hear the final two episodes of this five-part miniseries all about Animal Crossing New Horizons. Our music is by Jazz Mickle. You can find her at Jazz Mickle. Talking Simulator is edited by Lemmington's loveliest audio person, Dan Parks. If you need to make something sound good, you can find him at Dan C. Parks. I'm Jordan Erica Weber. Talk again soon. Awesome. I didn't want to interrupt because I was like, no, we've got to cut this in earlier in the episode, so I can't say anything. <laughs> but thank you. That was very good. And just what I wanted from you. I'm always glad to be useful. That's not, that's not true. <laughs> Usually glad to be useful. <laughs>